Hello and welcome to the iChiefs podcast series brought to you by the International Association of Fire Chiefs. This is a podcast series not only for our members within the IAFC, but really for any fire service leader who wants to learn about engaging topics to our industry, innovation, leadership skills, and all the other emerging subjects that are important in our arena. I'm Tom Jenkins, Fire Chief of the City of Rogers, Arkansas, and a past IAFC president. And I'm Sheldon Gilbert, former Fire Chief of the Alameda County, California Fire Department, and now ESCI Chief Development and Strategy Officer at the IAFC. We're glad you're here because this podcast is designed for you, the fire and EMS community. Before we start this week's topic, make sure to check out our library of episodes at iafc.org slash podcasts and subscribe to our podcast series at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you think the content is great, be sure to share it with your crew and give us a good rating or a thumbs up. Welcome to the latest edition of the IAFC's podcast series. And this is a particularly interesting uh, podcast opportunity for Sheldon and I because we are talking with our second vice president candidates for our association. Now, for those of you that may or may not know the complexity that comes with running for office in an association such as ours, I think it's important for, for me to try to explain the level of commitment that these two candidates have in, in their candidacy for second vice president of the International Association of Fire Chiefs. Um, the way in which our association works is that once you run for second uh, vice president, you progress through the chairs each year. You can actually draw a candidate any year, but in general, you progress through the chairs year by year, and it, it builds some strength in the leadership positions within our association um, progressively, as you get closer to the position of president, you travel more and more. Uh, but these are two individuals that have an opportunity or will have an opportunity to influence uh, a lot of things uh, on the landscape of the fire service, both nationally and internationally. And so it's really important that uh, we visit with them today. And that's what we're doing. Sheldon and I will take an opportunity to visit with these two wonderful candidates um, so that we can understand what they're bringing to our association and, more importantly, what they're bringing to the leadership of the 1.3 million firefighters out there and the 30,000-plus fire departments just in the United States. So uh, with that, Sheldon, do you want to introduce our, our two guests today? Sure, I'd be honored to. Thanks, Tom. That's a great overview of the, uh, of the process and the second vice president uh, process that we're going to be entering into here. And we're really privileged and honored to be joined by the two candidates for this uh, next election who are both uh, long-time uh, participants and have been very involved in the functions of the IAFC. Uh, both are um, very progressive in their um, work that they do with the IAFC, and we're, we're really privileged to have them being willing to step up for this important role. So we're joined today by uh, Michael, Chief Michael O'Brien, uh, who's the Fire Chief of the Brighton Area Fire Authority in Michigan, and Fire Chief Josh Waldo, who is the Fire Chief of the Bozeman uh, City Fire Department in Montana. And Chiefs, thank you for joining us today. And so this is a great opportunity for you to share with our listeners and the, uh, the members of the IAFC who you are and, and why you're doing what you're doing and, and, and then a couple other things that we'd like to cover with you. So I, I guess we'll start. And why don't we start with you, Chief O'Brien, and, and, and tell us 
a little bit about yourself, your, your career, and why you're running for the second vice president position of the IAFC. Thanks, Sheldon. Uh, Michael O'Brien. I'm the fire chief in Brighton, Michigan. We're a pretty suburban fire department, about 40 minutes outside of Detroit with five fire stations and a whole crew of dedicated uh, men and women that are serving our public every day. I'm the proud dad of uh, two beautiful kids. Well, I got a senior this year and a sophomore who stay busy in life and keep me uh, on my toes. But um, you know, overall, uh, it's been just an absolute honor to uh, run for second vice president. And for me, it really comes on the heels of just continuing to serve this association. Uh, since 2017, I've served on the board of directors uh, here with the IAFC. And during that time, as well as before, I chaired and moved up through the system as part of the fire and life safety section. Uh, which has just truly allowed me uh, a pretty fantastic opportunity to serve the members in many capacities from NFPA technical committees to code development or working on um, uh, Safer Buildings Coalition, representing the association and how we get radio coverage in buildings. But, you know, for me, it really comes down to um, I want to continue to serve our membership. I think our association is poised for some great things in the years to come. We've, we've really dug deep as a board, done some really hard things here over the last couple of years through COVID, really working on producing a product that's going to benefit our members. And I'm just excited to continue to work alongside the board uh, and serve the members in that capacity. Thank you, Chief. Um, Chief Waldo, can you share with us a little bit about yourself and your career and, and why you're running for the second vice president position? Yeah, Sheldon, thank you. Uh, good morning. Josh Waldo, I'm the fire chief in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, been here just a little over six years. Bozeman is about 70 miles north of Yellowstone National Park. If you've never looked this up on a map, it's uh, we're pretty easy to find. Uh, previous to being in Montana, I spent the first 15 years of my career uh, in eastern Tennessee in a couple smaller departments there. Uh, my involvement in the IFC, I've been a member for just over a decade. I think I just renewed my 10th year. Uh, and during that time, I, I've had the privilege to serve as the Program Planning Committee Chair, which is the group that kind of develops our educational tracks for FRI. It's been a great group, and it's, it's a way to serve the membership that I've really enjoyed. And I'm also currently a member of the Western uh, Fire Chiefs Association Board of Directors. I represent the state of Montana. So uh, a couple different ways I've been involved with the IFC, which has just really been uh, kind of a springboard of why I want to run for second vice president, and that is to continue to serve uh, the members in this association. Uh, it has been instrumental in my career, uh, whether you talk about the work of our association or the support and the networking of the members who have helped me along the way. And I think this is a great opportunity for me to expand, uh, pay it forward, pay it back, depending on how you look at it, and ensure that this association is just as strong for the uh, many, many generations to come because uh, I want them to have the same experiences that I've had. So uh, honored to be here today and, and look forward to talking about our association. Well, I'm glad both of you are here. I have told numerous people that, you know, a blessing in our association right now, there are some years you just have one person running for office. And I know both of you going through what you're going through right now probably would prefer that. But it's a, it's a blessing that our members, they have, a, they have a decision to make here. And the decision is, in my opinion, 
uh, it's a win-win. I mean, both of you come here with genuine interest. You, you're personal friends of mine, so I feel like I know you at a depth. That it doesn't matter who wins here. I think both of you are going to make the association and our our profession better. And uh, and so I, I wanted to get that out of the way. But what what a wonderful opportunity for our association, and I think it shows the vibrancy and the health of of what's going on at the IASC. Uh, you have a window of opportunity, uh, depending on who's elected, to influence some things and to get some things done. Uh, Josh, I'm going to start with you. Josh, what do you want to accomplish if you're successfully elected? It's a great question, Chief. I think there's a couple things, but for me, it, it really starts with the members. Um, I want to make sure that our members are engaged, uh, both our existing members, and I want to I want to find ways uh, to add new members to our association. I mean, if you look at 30,000 fire departments and our membership set plus minus 12,000. I think there's room to grow our association here and get uh, some new faces on board. I think that's good for our succession planning and really it just brings new energy, new excitement uh, to our association, uh, which is exciting. Uh, I also want to work on uh, improving our, our communication. Uh, I think one of the things I've heard a lot uh, throughout my campaign here is we're all very busy, and it's extremely hard to keep up with what's going on. Um, a lot of people just don't take the time or they, they can't uh, work it in their schedule to, to kind of dive through every uh, piece of communication they get. So I want to explore some different ideas to make sure that we're putting information in people's hands, it's fresh, it's current, uh, and that they're staying up to date with what our association is doing because we've got some great programs going on. Uh, and then I think education is the other thing. We have some fantastic educational programs uh, whether you look at, at FRI or some of the work that our sections have done, want to explore ways to push that out to a more regional or even a state delivery because uh, I think getting that information in more of our, our members' hands and even just fire service leaders who may not be members of our association today is just super important. Uh, we're all facing the same problems. It doesn't matter if we're in Florida or Washington. Uh, you just put a little twist on it here and there, and, and we're all really kind of up against the same challenges every day. So push that education down, and I think that's uh, – you couple that with communication, you're going to have more engaged members, and I think that's healthy for our association. All right, Chief O'Brien, what do you think? Thanks, Chief Chickens. Um, you know, I'm really excited. Uh, board of directors and key members are going to be getting together here uh, later in April to continue to work on our strategic plan. And, you know, serving as the board of director, I've had the ability to watch a lot of great things with um, our presidents and how they move the organization. But one of those continual focuses will be to continue to drive not only our board of directors or division sections, committees, towards achieving those goals we set in that strategic plan. And I think, you know, regardless of where our strategic plan goes, you look at what's happened in the past, um, there's no doubt that the IFC probably needs to rebrand and refresh how we're delivering content to our members. Um, you know, really, as a society, right, so much is found on our web pages and so much is found on our phones that I, I just truly believe that as our division sections members, as we develop resources, is how do we deliver that content to them, right? How do we as leaders develop uh, a resource a local fire chief needs before they know they need it, and when they go to our webpage, they're going to find it? And really it comes from capitalizing on the strengths of our membership. Um, I have always found that with associations, our membership will tend to grow as we're providing value back to those members 
and, and so much of the IFC comes from its members. And so just continuing to, um, you know, have that 30,000-foot view from the top like we as fire chiefs and continuing to drive that mission through that strategic plan. But I'd be remiss if I didn't say that me personally, right, I think going through a lot of the discussions we have, I think the IFC is poised to continue to aid our fire chiefs in emotional health and wellness. Uh, we have some hurting fire chiefs out there, and it's a hard thing, and those five bugles can be heavy. And so what can we do as an association to not only aid them, uh, but there's no doubt for me continuing to build resources and building off of uh, our yellow ribbon report out of VCOS to really focus on what we can do for fire chiefs in the long run. That is um that is some really solid vision and goals from both of you. That's that's exciting, and I think that um, all of those items you both have mentioned would definitely move the organization forward and make it better. And that's that's what it's all about. Um, as you know, the IAFC is a it, it's a unique and a dynamic uh, organization. It's, it's leaders working with leaders, and Chief O'Brien, as you just said, yeah, you stole my term. These bugles can get heavy given the uh, environment and the time that we live in, and and the type of responsibilities and things that need to be accomplished. So uh, my question for both of you, and we'll start with you, Chief O'Brien, is as a membership-driven organization with all the dynamics that we have, what do you see as the greatest challenge and the greatest opportunity uh, for the IAFC as it relates to the second vice president position? Um, you know, for me, probably um, – <laughs> I don't think us as fire chiefs, when it comes to the challenge, are, are much different than the fire services we manage. Um, you know, at times we love change, and at other times we hate change. And so continuing forward, I really feel our executives are poised to, um, you know, fight those challenges through really strong communication. We have an opportunity as really – as the world transforms here, everything is instantaneous. And us as a fire service, especially as the IFC, really have to look at getting information out to our members significantly faster. And that can be a challenge because it's not just social media. It's going to be other platforms. And we have to keep evolving um, truly for our members in that way. You know, I, an opportunity – um, I believe that will always continue to exist for us. It really came out of COVID in how we start to share and deliver information. You know, for us, we went to FRI, and that's how we always did. We never thought that a pandemic would probably cancel how we deliver and how we have so much contact uh, with our membership. And in looking forward, there is a just huge opportunity in – not only providing and making sure we still have FRIs, but how do we take that content that is delivered and provide it to members who maybe can't travel and can't attend? And those are some really big opportunities that I think can not only position the association, but really help our members get access to when they can't travel. So even though it was really difficult for us through COVID, I see just it really pointed out how quick how pivotal it is to have a dual form type conference. And I really see us, th that opportunity is going to grow over time. That's, that's a great perspective. Chief Waldo, what are, what are your thoughts as it relates to the greatest challenge and or the greatest opportunity as it relates to the second best president position in the upcoming year? 
Yeah, I've got a couple of thoughts that I'll, uh, I'll highlight here. I, I think it starts, though, with, with change management. Uh, there is so much going on uh, in our profession today, in our society today, that uh, even in our own departments, I worry some days, are we, are we changing too fast? Are we keeping up? Uh, when we make these changes, are we actually absorbing them, or are we just making change and then on to the next thing? Uh, I think that's a, a key balance here, and it's going to be a balance for our association as, you know, if you look back 10 years ago, uh, we weren't talking about things like mental health. Um, we weren't talking about wildland urban interface being a national problem that's now year-round. Uh, we've got a, several problems or opportunities, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, in front of us that we're going to have to really work at uh, as we go through addressing those and, and making sure that uh, we're not missing things along the way while continuing to push forward at a pretty rapid pace to keep up because we have to, uh, I think, if we're going to provide the services our members need. I think collaboration will help with that. I think if you look at some of the great work that our sections, our divisions are doing, uh, even some of our committees, how do we cross-pollinate? I think that that is really a force multiplier that can help us. Uh, the VCOS section is a great example. Uh, the Lavender Ribbon Report, the Yellow Ribbon Report, fantastic information. Um, how do we get that out? Is there other work that's going on within our association that can build on that uh, or maybe even launch us into something new? I think that's, that's going to help uh, as we try to really keep up with what our fire service is facing. The communication that I mentioned in the beginning, uh, I think that's the other piece of this. We've got to make sure that we're continually reaching out uh, to sections, divisions, even state associations, uh, kind of getting the pulse so that we know what's going on and, and trying to stay in front of it so that uh, we're providing them information before they, they really even know they need it. Okay, those are both good responses. And uh, I'm, I have no doubt, of course, I've watched both your social media campaigns. I know all the work you're putting into getting endorsements and meeting chiefs and doing all that stuff, and I'm proud of both of you, and I mean that genuinely. I want to give you, as we kind of wrap up today, I want to give you uh, kind of one last shot at uh, connecting with some fire chiefs who may be listening from uh, all across the country, all across the world, actually. And remember, you know, we sometimes you know, we'll get hundreds or thousands of downloads on this podcast, and so this may be, you know, one of those uh, low-cost ways that you can connect with a fire chief that, Otherwise, you wouldn't have the opportunity to connect with. So starting with Josh, I want to give you 30 or 45 seconds. Give me an elevator speech, Chief Waldo, and, and obtain my vote. Get me to vote for you. So as your second vice president, the first priority for me is listening. I want to hear from you, whether I'm speaking directly to a member, a section, a division. I want to hear from you what you need from your IFC. I have my visions. I hope we can incorporate uh, those into the direction of our IFC. But most importantly, I want to hear from you first. The members are what makes up our association. The members are the ones doing the work, and they're what drives it every day, and they're what motivates me to want to serve this association. So uh, voting starts on April the 18th. would humbly ask for your support. And if anybody would like to follow up with questions, uh, I'll put out my cell phone number. It's 406-579-0362. Uh, feel free to call me whenever you like. I'd love to talk about our association and its future. Thank you. Something tells me you're going to see a lot, an increase in calls associated with your car's warranty, but I hope I'm wrong, <laughs> uh, Keith Waldo. We'll see. 
Uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm not, I'm not at all shocked. Uh, Chief O'Brien, it's time for you to take a bite at the apple. What do you think? Get my book. As a Rotarian, the one word that, that keep coming out is service above self. And time and time again, um, I, I am always hardworking for this association, which is ultimately to aid my peer fire chief at a local level. Um, there is so much that the members of this association do, and it's been such an honor to work alongside them. I want to continue to support my peer fire chief. I want to continue to advocate for the fire service, and I'm so excited about what the future is going to bring when we work together or when we work collaboratively on issues. Things done in silos, um, processes where we don't get the right people involved, really don't lead to the change in the tools that we all want. When April 18th comes out, I hope you vote for Michael O'Brien, where we can collectively work to move this association and ultimately the fire service to be that responsive agency that we all want to be a part of. Um, I hope you reach out. You can visit and find all the information at Chief O'Brien, O-B-R-I-A-N.com. And I'd be happy to connect with you uh, through any of the social medias. And you're not going to risk that car warranty thing. I'll blame you for that. Um, <laughs> you can that, find me, actually. Yep. But with that, gentlemen, we appreciate both of you coming and joining us Good today. Good job. I think that you're, you're fantastic candidates. And um, I wish you luck. I know this is a painstaking process. I can say a couple of things. One, I'm glad I wasn't running against either one of you uh, a few years ago. And two, that I'm I'm very thankful. It says a lot about the health of our association when we've got people like, like you both wanting to step up, wanting to make a difference. And there's no doubt that uh, the real winners here uh, aren't either one of you. It's all of us that pay our membership dues every year. So thanks for being here. And I hope that all of our listeners out there have enjoyed this topic and, and we'll reach out and connect with uh, both of these fine fire chiefs as they, um, you know, continue to work to lead uh, our association into the future. For all of our listeners, please remember to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or just wherever you're listening to this today. Please leave a rating and a review if you enjoyed the content. If you have content ideas, always feel free to reach out to us. Also, recommend this podcast to other fire chiefs in the business. You can obtain more information and learn more about these wonderful candidates on both Twitter and Facebook. The Twitter handle for Josh Waldo is at JoshWaldo22IAFC. And for Mike O'Brien, his Twitter handle is at Inspector911. Thanks for joining us today. We'll talk again soon on another podcast.